rev up those fryers. It's time for another episode of Hot Takes with Carson Stacks. I'm your host, Carson Harrison, as usual, joined by my co-host, Elijah Stacks. Stacks, another episode, another week. How are we doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. How about yourself? Dude, pretty good, you know. Fresh week. Yes, sir. Get to reduce Fresh some of week. the failures of last week. That's right. Always improving. That's the that's Always the improving. Here. That's right. Um, positive. We are not from New Orleans. That is a extreme positive. They are having a bit of a tough go recently. Um, the pass interference. Of course, yes. In the uh, Saints-Rams game. Kept them out of the Super Bowl. And now their star prize basketball player, Anthony Davis. The unibrow. Has demanded a trade. Wow. Or he's decided he won't sign in the offseason. So either way, he's gone. He said, I want out of here. What you mean? Hey, that's tough luck for New Orleans. But, you know, it'd be that way for them sometimes. The unibrow refuses to shave the unibrow for starters for one thing says he wants to well, play with a contender honestly, at this point like it's kind of like michael strahan in the in the gap in the teeth true, like, very he can't true. he can't shave very it now true. james it's harden like, it's the iconic yeah yeah so you just can't so he says tough. he says he wants to play with a contender he says he won't resign this offseason so right, if you want right, something right. for me trade me where's he going well you know i don't really watch nba a whole lot so i'm not sure where he might end up I've heard the Lakers might be a landing spot, which I hope it's not the the answer to this question. Maybe the uh, Celtics, but you know I really don't know like potential landing spots for him. But wherever he goes, it's a good player. So so I do know that the the basketball extraordinaire in yourself is correct. So the Lakers are the favorites to land him. I think they're like plus one hundred, plus one fifty. Celtics right behind, plus three hundred. Now I am a Celtics fan, of course. Yes, I do not want him to go to the Lakers. And let me tell you something. Where LeBron goes, he's got to have the cast with him. Everybody's like, LeBron the GOAT, LeBron the GOAT. Miami, he had D-Wade uh, Bosch. LeBron the GM. Yes, <laughs> Le GM, Le Coach, <laughs> Le Thanos. But Le Bum. Yes, Le Bum. So <laughs> Miami, Heat and Bosch go with him. Or right. he, Wade was already there. So Bosch goes down, joins him. Super team. Goes to Cleveland. Kyrie. Gets Kevin Love there. He yes, yes. he orchestrates the league to give him Kyle Korver there. Uh-huh. Dude, he's got to have his super team. Look what's going on now. I know he's hurt. I know he hasn't played in a little bit. The Lakers are currently 26-24, and 24, not currently in the playoffs in the West, ninth. They are two games back of the eighth seed. LeBron's got to have his supporting pass, man. He's got to have pass, that star man. player to get him in the, in the playoffs to compete for a title. But let's be frank. Let's be truthful. That Golden State Warriors team in the playoffs is a different beast. Oh, they so, won't beat the And Warriors. they've got Boogie Cousins Boogie. Uh, fresh off the injury. So it doesn't matter. They're not. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, I always say this. And I, don't, I don't know basketball super well, but I do know one thing. The Warriors are a stacked team. Look at their starting five. Great players, all of them. The worst player is, um, what's his name? Draymond. Draymond Green, that's right. Shoots yeah. with the backpack on his back. Yeah, yeah he is the worst starter, the worst <laughs> starter on that team, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know basketball that well, but that's what I just think, and he's still a pretty good player. Donkey! So, donkey! <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you know, he's a good player, but he's the worst player of those starting five. So, that's a deadly team, so I don't care who he goes to. If he goes to the Lakers, good luck to you. It doesn't matter. Personally, I would prefer to hit for him to come to the Celtics, because I think sure. the Celtics yeah. have a, the best chance right now to take down the Warriors. And if they got AD, I think that would make it even more possible right. for them to take them down. The only thing is, apparently Boston cannot trade for him the trade deadline's in 10 days. So these teams have 10 days to try to make a deal for Anthony Davis or else he won't be dealt until the end of the season. Apparently Boston, there's this rule called the Rose rule named after Derrick Rose. Right. Where you cannot have two players on your team who 
both have like a five-year contract with 30% like bonus initiative or something. And that's what Kyrie Irving currently has. So unless they included Kyrie in the deal for Anthony Davis, which they're not going to do because they want to pair them, they can't pursue him until the offseason. But the thing with that is they have the best assets to offer. They have multiple draft picks. They have multiple young players they can offer for him. So if you're New Orleans, you could just take something now or you could attempt to wait till the offseason and get the best possible thing for him. Right. I mean, yeah, that's just NBA draft. I mean, NBA trade talk. I'm not really all that familiar with. I'm not sure how trades work in the NBA. Same honestly. as football. So, um, I mean, Celtics got resources to go after him. That's I what I'm would. saying. But I mean, I'm I'm not getting rid of Kyrie. No, I, I'm not. He's a good player. Give us as well. So, yeah, I mean, we'll beat the. Warriors. If you got to wait to the offseason, you got to wait to the offseason. But like you said, I think they have a good chance to. Make a, uh, a championship push, but like I said, you're not beating the Warriors. Do you anyway, think? So does it matter? Do you think the league would be competitive if uh, AD went to the Warriors? <laughs> I don't think it's competitive now, so no, I don't. <laughs> Just you don't you don't keep up with it because of the Warriors dominance. Yeah, I can't. Right? So I was never into basketball in the first place, to be quite honest. I don't really watch NBA that much. I do watch college basketball a little bit, but I don't really watch NBA anyway. But then recently. I've been turned off by it because, to me, there's no enjoyment in competition anymore because it's the same team in the championship every year, at least, the one team, the Warriors. And whoever they face, I don't really see them winning. So I do, could win, I do think I mean, they are getting a it. little more vulnerable. They, the Rockets took them to seven last year. That's true. And um, I think that Boston could hang with them. I don't know if Boston would win this year, but all I'm saying is Boston in five. And I know that their regular season hasn't been super great. Mm-hmm. But, again, like I said, in the playoffs, it's a different team. That's how most teams operate anyway, and their playoffs are different. So yeah. I just because of having a bad op- – or not really a bad, but just a, a not top-tier uh, regular season doesn't mean they're going to be bad in the playoffs. That's right. A lot of so, teams like Golden um, State doesn't care in the regular season. They just go. Yeah, no, they, they know they're going to be in anyway, so and they're probably going to win it. So I just don't watch it. It's not really fun to me. I do watch the championship, though, but the regular season, all that stuff, no thanks. Well, uh, let's move on to something you do watch then. The yes. Super Bowl. Thank you. Less than a week away. This Closing coming wow. Sunday, um, as we know, the Rams, rightful or not, are in the Super Bowl facing the Patriots. That's true, yes. The yes. hated Patriots. Um, New England opens as a three-point pe- favorite. Is that shocking to you? Um, no, not really. I think people will look at Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and the experience there, and they think against this young Rams team, you know, they can get her done. I agree. And so um, I'm still picking the Rams, I think, at this point in time. I still see them as the uh, – the ones that can get it done just because I don't want the Patriots to win, so I'm not going to root for them or predict they're going to win. And I, So uh, go Rams. And I hope they can. You know, that defensive line with Sue and Donald is really good. Mm-hmm. They got Todd Gurley, but I think he might be a little banged up. They say he's good to go. C.J. Anderson filling in well. Right, and uh, right, Jared right. Goff. So maybe they can get it done. I, I don't mean, think yeah, so. We look at that team. They have a lot of talent. They really pursued talent either in the draft or in the, uh, in the free agent market or trades, whatever, to really just bolster that team up to really go for a championship now. Which I respect, you know, and they had like their defense is full of names. Marcus Peters, Akeem Talib, like you said, Nobkin Sue, Aaron Donald, uh, I think Dante Fowler, I think is his name. Yeah, they traded I mean, for him too, yeah. Like just a lot of big names in the, in the NFL. So, I mean, they're really poised to, I think, make a, a good push here and potentially win this thing. So I'm looking forward yes, to them I will, winning over the Patriots. I will be rooting Suck for them. John Brady. I don't know if they will win. I actually don't think they will, but I will be rooting for them. Well, we'll see. I'm are you, hopeful. Are you sticking with your uh, your pick? In terms of who wins, yes. yeah, I am. I think the Rams are going to win. I just have a, a gut feeling about it now. 
And that just probably comes from my hate for the Patriots. <laughs> See, I, I think the Rams can win. I really do. I think it'll be a good game. I really do. I think it'll be a good game as well. That's really what I hope for. That's like my biggest thing. If my team's not in it, I want to see a good game. But also, I want to see a good game with the Patriots losing. So that's the ideal. Um, part of what I think will make this a great game, we, we are so lucky. CBS has this game. So Tony Romo will be commentating. Former Dallas Cowboy quarterback. Yes, love Tony Romo. One of the best, like, I did not think when he went to be a commentator, he'd be this good. He is a great guy. He's my favorite. I, I think this is like his his broadcasting career. Now people are seeing how smart he really was at football. Like if you did, if you doubted it beforehand, you should know. Now he was an offensive mastermind, and people didn't. People said he wasn't clutch, whatever, when he played, and that may be true. But he knew how to run an offense. That's for sure. So. He's a great commentator, so too. So the, I, love, I love listening to the CBS games. So the good. combo of Tony Romo and Jim Nance will be brought to the Super Bowl. I think wow. that will make the game better. Like You yeah. can say it's just commentators. I think it will make the game well, I mean, better. Like, commentators, like, you hear their voice the entire game. So like you got to have the ones you like, and I like those, too. So Especially Tony. So That's just me being a homer, though. So, <laughs> go Cowboys. So um, halftime show, of course, uh, Maroon 5 with Travis Scott. And is, yeah. is Big Boy doing it too? Is that his name? Some other? I couldn't. I think he's an LA rapper. Will it be good? <laughs> okay, I don't think so because they're never good. That's just. That's just like, <laughs> if you say. watch the national championship game in the halftime show there with um, Imagine Dragon and Lil Wayne, oh my god, that was the worst thing of all time. I had to turn it off. For, it was so bad. I don't think people sound as good live. I think that's just the it, problem. I think yeah, that's just. Yeah, they don't sound good at live. But also, I have heard, like, at Super Bowl games, the halftime show is not a big deal to them. Like, if you're actually at the stadium, no one really cares. So, um, doesn't matter. Not really. I probably will listen to it anyway. And I, th- I think Maroon 5 is a good group. I like their music. But yeah, I just, like... I mean, and same with Travis Scott and, you know, but... We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We yeah, we dodged a huge goes. bullet because they almost got Cardi B to do it. And that uh, no, thanks. Truly awful. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Cardi B's not too bad. No, either. Cardi B's pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It's opinions. I don't think she's terrible, but I mean, whatever. She didn't want to do it because of Colin Kaepernick. Let's just That's a different issue. Let's so. just compromise and say she's terrible. Okay. Um, <laughs> so um, I found a lot of cool uh, Super Bowl prop bets for okay. the thing, and yeah. I wanted to get your opinions on some of them. So, uh, first off, simple one. Um, odds to win Super Bowl MVP, Brady is uh, the favorite at plus 110. Then you have Goff second, and he's 225. The next closest is Todd Gurley at 1,400, followed by Sony Michelle, 1,600. And then Anderson, Donald, and White are all tied at 20, uh, 2,000. Okay. Who, who do you think is – who do you think is going to win the MVP? So, I don't think it will be Tom Brady – because, like we said last week, they have a good running game going. So if you just drive the bus, you don't really have great games statistically. You just have a good bus driver game. So, I mean, unless it ends up a situation where he has to throw a bunch of touchdowns and whatnot to save the game, he won't win MVP. Um, I could see Gurley being the MVP. If, really? Wow. If, if he takes off. Like, if that running – that offense takes off like it usually does. Or it could be golf. I think the explosive offense will probably have an MVP on it. Because I think the Rams are going to win. So it's going to be someone from the Rams – I think it'll be either Gurley or golf. I, I agree with you on Brady with the touchdowns because I think last year he threw for in the Super Bowl threw for some like 525 yards, but he only threw for like maybe one or two touchdowns. I forget. Right, right. But I think it will be kind of similar this year. Well, he'll put up the yardage, but he won't necessarily be throwing touchdowns. I'm actually going to pick because I think the Patriots win. I think Sony Michelle is really? going to win I mean, the MVP. That, like I said, given the way the offenses have played the past couple yeah. of weeks, I think that's a good pick. He has had Tom Brady hasn't really been the one carrying that team to wins. It's really been their, their running game. He's had multiple touchdowns over the last few weeks. Yeah, for sure. So, like I said, I mean, I, that's a good pick to me. So The only way I see that not being true is, like I said, if 
the game gets away from the Patriots in like in the fourth quarter, Tom Brady like we some kind of yeah, and they're not running back. the ball, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's the only way that happens, I think, in my opinion. But yeah, I also would love so, to see yeah. James White win it. I quite like him. He's yeah, a good, I mean, uh, yeah, pass catching or like you know, I always like seeing defensive players win it. So like Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, that'd be maybe. Really cool. I mean, if he comes up, this big, is a the game for Aaron Donald. To, Aaron Donald to come uh, come to play. So if he can show up, and have a couple sacks, and you know, be a forced fumble or something like that. If the, Rams, if the Rams win, I think it will If be you're not going to give him MVP of the league, give it to him in the Super Bowl if he plays well. I agree. So um, another one. Uh, this one I think I don't understand why the line is at this. Over under Jared Goff, 0.5 interception. So basically, will Jared Goff throw an interception? Yes, he will. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can see it happening. I mean, he's – he's. I don't – like whenever I think of Jared Goff, I don't think of like someone who's like – wild with the football so he does throw picks every now and then that's every quarterback but a young QB in his first Super Bowl he's I mean yeah the pressure mistakes. might get to him it, it really depends how the defense plays how the running game works out for the Rams how the O-line's performing which they have a pretty good O-line and a good running game obviously so I mean this is what I'm saying like really both of these quarterbacks they don't have to be like they don't have to carry the team on their back they just have to be bus drivers to really do well in this game so um I think he will throw a pick maybe but I mean yeah Put your money on it, kids. Yeah. Listen to us. Um, so just talked about Tony Romo. i got some Tony Romo ones here. Okay. How many plays will Tony Romo correctly predict over under seven and a half? I'm going to go with over. I would also go with over. And Tony, like I said, Tony's just so smart. And like, even though he's an announcer now, he still studies the film. And he's like, he knows what's happening. So, yeah. I How many plays are in the Super Bowl? If it's 60, he will predict 60 correct. Oh, okay. I don't know about that, but I think he'll he'll have at least, I think maybe 10. 10. 10 for wow. sure. I'll go 12. Yes. 12? Just, to, oh, just okay. to up you. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll go 13. Um, I'll, okay, wow. Take that. So another one. Will Jim Nance and Tony Romo say Philly special during the game? Oh, there is no question. Because they've been saying, like, they, Every single and now time. And now been talking about Philly Special every game I've watched this year. Like, they, they cannot get over the Philly Special, okay? It's like, I think they'll get say over it, it like five times. Get, be like, get over it, okay? It was a great play. It's cool. Like, congrats. But The, the Patriots are going to get the ball down the goal. I trick go, plays happen, oh, okay? they're going to call the Philly Special here? Yeah, I mean, there'll be for sure. That'll be But he's not Nick point. Foles, so Tom Brady can't catch it, though. Oh, that's true. Yeah, rip. Okay, so here's some ones that aren't necessarily, like, game-related. Right, right. Will the national anthem sung by Gladys Knight... Okay. Exceed one minute and fifty seconds. Um, That's I, a really long time. I don't really know how long the national anthem usually lasts. I never like counted out in my head. I think I'm it's usually. No. A, I think it's usually a minute and a half. I think it's going to be under as well. I think it'll be under that. Unless, I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Unless really know Fergie came out at the last second and said, "Yikes, <laughs> that was brutal." <laughs> that but was yeah, the worst. No, I don't. I think that'll be under. I don't really see it going over one fifty. Okay, so then we talked about uh, uh, Maroon 5's halftime show. Do you, Do you know Maroon Five songs well enough? Uh, no, okay. but maybe. Like, okay. I'm, I know Maroon 5 kind of, but I don't really know. What I'm what song do you so. think they will open the halftime show with? We have Makes Me Wonder as the leader, followed by One More Night, Animals, and then Don't Want to Go, Girls Like You, and Moves Like Jagger, and also Sugar, tied right. for fourth. Let's open it up with Moves Like Jagger. That's Dude, what I'm thinking. I'm, I don't know. I'm going for a risky pick That's there, a big right? one. But like that's like the most iconic song I can think of when it comes to... Yeah, I don't know if they'll open with that so, one. So I mean, I mean they'll play it or something. I think they sure. definitely will play. It. I if think not them. I think maybe animals. That's yeah, that, that's my pick. I'm gonna go with animals. So I'm, I think one of those two. Because that's not I their moves. That's not their biggest hit. But right, I think right. they're gonna open with something like familiar. Right. And I think yeah, that's what I'm, they'll go I with. I agree with that. Um, will Adam Levine wear a leather jacket? Yes, is heavily favored. <laughs> yeah, he will. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be against it and say no. No, you don't think so. He's gonna go sleeve a shirt. 
Yeah, like either way. Bold. I mean, bold bold move? Yeah, okay. Um, over, under, how many times they show Tom Brady's wife, Giselle, on, on TV? <laughs> One and a half. Uh, I think they definitely show her once. It's will they show her they twice? They show her once for sure. You know, I'll say yeah. It'll be two times. I think it'll be two times. Well, because if, if they score late near the game, they'll put her celebration. No, okay, they're gonna there. have her in the beginning, like in the like pregame warmups or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. right when the game's starting, maybe. And then you won't see her until like the last two minutes of the two minutes of the game. Whenever the whoever wins wins, and if it's the Patriots winning, then it'll be shot. They the they had one the as well. So that's my prediction. The two. They had one as well of uh, Kylie Jenner just at point five. So will they show Kylie Jenner at all? Because Travis Scott's performing at halftime. I say no. no. I, I say th- no. I don't think so. No. Nobody cares. <laughs> no. I mean, what does it matter? And then um, over under the number of dogs in Super Bowls commercials this year, five and a half. Easily over. Easily over. The commercials, they try to appeal to your emotions, okay? And what gets you going more than a puppy? All right, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to be. I'm, I'm watching the game with my girlfriend. This is what she's watching the game for, is to oh, see to the dogs fair, in the commercials. Uh, so next next week in our show, we have to do a favorite commercial segment. Yes, for sure. we'll we will have that, top yeah. five commercials we'll next week. Sure. I'm glad you thought that because yeah, I thought that as well. Yeah, that was something I just thought of right now. But um, yeah, but. Glad we're on the same page. I love the commercials in the Super Bowl, so I'm looking forward to them. Wow, hosts thinking alike. That's here. right, on the same page. Yeah. All right, so uh, those are those are all the prop bets I wrote down. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if we made some people some money. All right, yeah. I would definitely like if you're going to bet on it, take the Jared Goff over one interception. He's going to go throw an interception. Yeah, he'll throw an interception. He's not having a perfect game. I don't think it. I don't think he will. But hey, drive the bus, Jared. Drive the bus. Drive the bus. Um, all right, dude. So you ready to move on to some fan mail? We got another Always. question. Another question. Wow. Wow. All right. So um, in our growing popularity, people are just dying to have us answer some questions. Right, right. This week, we have a question from one Joseph Coltisco. Wow. Hey, Co. What's up, bud? Wow. Uh, big fan. Love He's, to hear from you. Uh, due to the family nature of this show, I right. censored out the word he has called us in oh, the opening. Boy. But he says, hey, yo, female dogs, we'll just say. Bleep. Um, long-time listener here, and got a big-time question for you. First off, got to agree with Baker for O'Roy, Offensive Rookie of the Year. I thought he had seven wins in him at my fantasy football draft and got harshly harassed for my opinion. I actually bet him $20 on that and sadly lost. Yes, you did. But Uh, you feel dumb now. (laughs) Well, Hugh Jackson. Uh, He also says, secondly, being a show all about hot takes, quote-unquote, I just thought the show could be a bit more violent but maybe that's just me. That is definitely you, Co. Yes. Maybe my question is, my question is, if you could eliminate one team from the NFL, who would it be and why? P.S. Y'all are so hot. Well, wow. Thank, Thanks, Co. Really thank kind you for of your question. Uh, yeah. When it comes to the violence, um, is or, he suggesting when we say Hugh Jackson should never coach again, we should take his left arm instead uh, as punishment? I, no, I don't, I don't think we should do that. But, uh, you know, we'll keep it, you know, Pretty tone over here, Co. We're not gonna have any violence on the show, except for the, towards the refs. <laughs> towards Screw the those guys. But um, okay, team that you want uh, taken away from the NFL? What do you think, Carson? Okay, so the hate in me. My first thought was the Patriots, but then I said, wait a second. I'm not gonna punish someone for winning. That yeah, is right. success. Mm-hmm. I may hate that team as much as I do, but that's literally the goal. So right, right. I will never punish success. So, yes. what teams do I immediately think of? Teams with turmoil, teams with poor front office. There's no way you're going to say what I think you're going to no, say. No, I'm not going to say the Steelers. I'm not okay, saying the Steelers. Okay, you I'm think I'm going to get rid of my favorite team? I don't team. know. But you, what you're describing is the Steelers, but go ahead. Yes, go true. ahead on. Go um, ahead. I think of teams like 
the Browns, whose front office is so dysfunctional. They're on the rise. They are now. on the rise. I'm but with them. I'm trying to think of teams that are dysfunctional. Maybe like the Bucks. No, the Bills. Maybe the Car- Oh my the gosh, Bills. the Bills. <laughs> or the Raiders, okay? I know the Raiders are like the like a historic team, but they've been bad for a long time now. I just and John Gruden has turned the team apart, but he did They're also get, moving. Like they're they're not he's even going to the Las Vegas anymore. Yeah, so I mean whatever. That's cool though. But, I mean, okay, if it's me, if it's me picking this right now. I mean, of course I want to go with like a team I hate. But at the same time, like I enjoy rivalries in the yeah, NFC, yeah. so I don't want to get rid of those. So I'm gonna say probably like the Bills, just because they're a team I never really care about. Like I, when I think of the Bills, I don't think of NFL. I just think the garbage. I kind of like so the Bills good. though. I mean, why? I find enjoy because like I don't know. It's kind of okay, like the Peterman's Browns. gone. Okay, like it's kind of like the Browns that you see them lose so much and you want them to win. I, they haven't got my sympathy yet because the Browns are bad for like a long. And I think Josh Allen's gonna be pretty time. good. Okay, I like Josh Allen. That guy I think is a baller. I like that guy. So I'm with you maybe maybe the Jags. I really just hate their fan base because they have one good no, see, year. The Jags to me, they're also like the Browns. Like they are, they have been bad for long. I can remember honestly, they've been bad. They had one good year. They start talking all this stuff. They that's got true. Blake Bortles as their quarterback. Like, I mean, what that's true. Like, like, hey, like, the fan base is atrocious. Like they got really 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 hot heads, and of course they got let down this year. So that's sad for them. But uh, I still kind of like I, – I don't mind the Jaguars. I'm not picking the Browns because I do like the Browns. I like, I like the Browns. Come okay, up. like I said, everybody has a soft spot in their heart for the Browns, okay? Like that's just a thing. So I can't say the Browns. I think it's the Bills for me. I'm taking the Jags just because well, I, I do not like them. your opinion. So um, – Or the think, Dolphins. Or, oh, yes. I don't like the what Dolphins. are they doing down there? <laughs> I just forgot they're a team. Or the Buccaneers. <laughs> what, everything in Florida is just bad right now. They're just a bad state to have football in right now. The Dolphins are like – they're not bad, but they're so like – Always average that you just don't think of. Yeah, them. they're always average. Like they, they're never like bad. It's just because they play in the uh, was AFC East. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just with Patriots in that division, you're not going to win it. It's so even what, the years the years Patriots now? don't win it. Like the Jets, they let the Jets win it the last time yeah, someone other than so the Patriots won it. Doesn't even matter. It's Get out of here. Years since the Patriots have lost it or whatever it is, so brutal, brutal. All right, so um, very excited for this next segment. Elijah and I got to sit down with Liberty's own Mr. Rot, Duke Davis. Mr. Duke Davis. We were wow, so grateful for him to uh, sit down and talk with us, and we went and recorded an interview with him, and we're going to play that for you right now. All right, and uh, welcome in to um, the Hot Takes with Carson Sachs exclusive interview with uh, Mr. Duke Davis, the district manager of Sodexo and Rot manager, Mr. Rot himself, Duke Davis. Yes, How are we yes. doing today? Hello, hello. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good, pretty it's, good. It's Friday. Yes. Yes, sir. Everything's good on Friday. Yes. Thank you so much for uh, coming on the show and letting us talk to you. No problem um, at all. Uh, looking around your office here, you see a bunch of Cowboys memorabilia. We yeah. understand you're a big Cowboys fan. Uh, what, I am you? a huge Cowboys fan. Yes. Uh, so, how do you think of the season? Um. Well, no, I mean, the season actually ended as I kind of expected. You know, I didn't really think this was our year, but... I didn't expect us to do as well as we did. Yeah. Right. You know, when we were, you know, three and five, I mean, I felt, well, it's going to be another one of those years. But then all of a sudden, that resurgence and, you know, the defense just became like just the, the backbone of, the, of this year. And so uh, I was I was happy. I mean, we were close. It was a little bit disappointing that we did not show up as well as we should have against the Rams. But I thought even if we had to go um, – to New Orleans, that would be a tough feat for us. For sure, I agree. Also, I'm a Cowboys fan, and so I really had the same mentality you had going in. Was like this probably wouldn't be our year, but then 
you know, around the bye week when we got Mike Cooper, you know, started to turn around there. I really had a change of heart about it. I thought we could actually make a serious push, and we did. Like you said, didn't come yep. through in the, in yep. the, uh, the Rams game. But one of the, the, the parts of the season that was kind of criticized was the Mark Cooper trade and the first-round pick for that. So what are your thoughts about that? Do you think it was a good move? I mean, I think it was a great move. I mean, you know, you, you think about what's out there at a first round, you know, to get a rookie out there. I mean, here you got a guy from Alabama who was a stud at Alabama. You know, it's been – maybe his play has been a little bit inconsistent, you know, when he was with the Raiders, but – you know, new life, you know, new fresh start for him. Um, it's got a team that's got, a, you know, a good young core. Like, you know, we are the youngest team right? pretty much in the NFL. So for us, I think it's a great deal. I mean, you know, so we don't get that 27th pick this year. Sure. Um, but I feel that, you know, to get a guy like that now and the prime, you know, still so young, I mean, I think it was a good, it was a great trade. Yeah, I think I think it really helped uh, Dak out as well. Yeah. Um, part of that young team is Dak Prescott, who is very young. Um, some people um, criticize his ability to like throw down field, yeah. kind of. Do you think that he is the franchise quarterback going forward, or would you like them to look somewhere else? Um, I, I honestly, I first of all, I, I'm a Dak fan. He does not have the skill set of a number one draft, you know, quarterback, but. He was a fourth-round pick, and you know, and for a guy to come in to be a fourth-round pick to come in and be thrown right into the NFL because Tony Romo got hurt, and the job that he did, you know, I I I, I feel that you know, we we definitely just need a better scheme for him, you know. We he's he was underutilized. Yes, he doesn't have a strong arm, but. You know, Drew Brees doesn't really have a strong arm. He has an accurate arm. He doesn't have a strong arm. So my feeling is that I think that we just need to get a new offensive coordinator who can utilize Dak for the skills that he has, using his legs and, and using that run-pass option there. And and I feel that, you know, he, he will be okay. I do. I am concerned that we, you know, we need to get a uh, – a uh, legitimate backup quarterback. I'm not really right. sold on Cooper Rush, but for sure I'm not. I'm not, I'm not even. <laughs> so you know, if Dak goes down, <laughs> we don't have anything else there. Yeah. I'm of the same mind you are. Like I actually like Dak. I think he is not the best passer, obviously in the league, but I think it'd be premature to just kind of write him off at this point, just because he's still young, third year quarterback, still developing. So I think you know, give him another year and see how it really goes with a new coordinator like you said we Scott, we fired Scott Linehan this week actually yes, so very you, you like that, that move yeah I love that move I'm of the same opinion because it's my view was he came to Dallas for Romo and of course Romo didn't work out because of injuries and retirement and right. he's been dealing with a quarterback which is not really what he wanted right so I think this is a good move in uh, recent reports it might be Kellen Moore the QB's coach do you like that idea you know I mean, if I listen to the media, you know, honestly, I listen to Dallas talk radio in my, in my office here all the time. So, I mean, if I listen to what they're talking about in Dallas, I mean, they've said the guy, the kid's brilliant. So, you know, I say, hey, give him a shot. You know, just right. because he wasn't really a great quarterback doesn't mean he doesn't have the skill set to do that. I mean, everyone says that the guy is like an offensive genius. And the last offensive genius that we are, everyone's been talking about right now is going to the Super Bowl right now. And so... What three years ago, um, McVeigh was it McVeigh? McVeigh, yeah, Sean McVeigh. Three years ago was the tight ends coach for the Washington Redskins. Nobody knew who he was. So I agree, and um, my thing about that is he's only playing. I think two seasons ago, he was actually a player on the Cowboys, and just quick turnaround. I'm a little bit skeptical of his ability, but we'll see. He has Dak support, yeah. So if they make that hire, I'm excited to see where it goes. But 
I'm not totally sure, but he is, you know, like you said, young, so maybe he's hey, talented. you know, I, I look at it this way. You know, Jason Garrett probably has, you know, this, this year's probably his do-or-die year. Sure. And so, you know, he, he got a fresh start, you know, bring in Kellen Moore. If it doesn't work out, you know, you change the whole, you change the whole process next year. The top down, right. So do you think that Garrett is on the ropes this season, or do you think, uh, I think he's that, secure? Or what do you I don't think that? he's secure. I think that, you know, he's got a, he's really got a coach for his job. He's right. got a coach for that extension, and you know sometimes that's okay. You know sometimes we have to perform in our positions to uh, to be able to you know continue on what we do. Would you like to see a more experienced coach than Garrett, or do you like him? Um, I think that Jason Garrett was the right person for the for the team. You know, I, I feel that the players respect him. I, I I mean, I know the players really like him. You know, not that they can take advantage of him. They just, you know, he speaks to them like, like a man. You know, mm-hmm. he, he, you know, he treats people with respect. Um, you listen to his press conferences; they're not always flashy. Never demeans anybody mm-hmm. in front of the press. I mean, he's just an ultimate professional person. Um, he's been there a long time. Yeah. You know, so you know, I mean, and we haven't had tremendous success mm-hmm. with him, but he hasn't been a horrible coach either. I mean, you look at some other coaches out there. I mean, he might, you know, we've won it only like three. He's only won three Super Bowl. I mean, three um, playoff games. However, man, he's had like successful winning seasons. Yes. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of teams out there that are switching their coaches up every other year. And I, I think a lot of that, too, is like playing to the strengths. Like we said, Dak isn't the best thrower, but like their run game with Zeke is incredible. I think I saw a stats or something like when he got 20 or more carries, they were like 7-0. and Yeah. And when he didn't, they were like I think like two and six or something. Right. So like getting him the ball, I think is very important for their offense. I, I feel that if Tony Romo did not injure his back that year in in the preseason, um, Dak's freshman year, um, that would have been a team to reckon with because Tony Romo never really had that running game <laughs> that 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 Zeke bought. To I the agree. Team. I agree, hundred percent. Because I like Romo. That was my guy. And yeah. I always thought he got too much hate because he was really good. Oh, yeah. I think he's Hall of Fame, in my personal opinion. He didn't win the big games, of course. He wasn't clutched, as they say. But yeah. his record and like his, his years of 5,000-yard pass yeah. season, all that kind of stuff, just yeah. a great great player. So, like, like you said, if, if he hadn't gotten hurt, I think that would have been yeah. a good And, and I like Romo also. I was at the Giant game when Romo got his first shot, when he came right. in the second half. And, you know, that you're talking about a crowd of people who were just like down. We were down in the dumps at that first half against the Giants, and then Romo came out in the second half when they benched um, Bledsoe, and we were like, "Oh, this guy's awesome!" You know. And then right, all of a sudden, right. we you know we didn't win the game, but I mean, he just gave that team just a new energy. The juice, Romo mm-hmm. magic is what they called it. Yep. So yeah, yep. great player. So going into the off season for the Cowboys, what is your biggest concern that you want to address? Well. <laughs> I feel that we, you know, based on what we saw against the Rams, we're really thin on the defensive line. So I, I think, agree 100%. I think, I think where this team need, is need right now is just that to really shore up and stu- you know, good, you know, line stuffing defensive lineman, um, someone that can take the pressure off the initial blo- the initial blocks, and let our running backs clean it up for sure. And um, I think my biggest concern for the offseason is probably uh, the tight end position because this year we had Jarwin kind of come on late in the year. Uh, Swain was okay. But other than that, there's really no 
juice there. I don't think. So I yeah. think maybe early draft or second round. I mean, pick, maybe I, someone's there. I think I think Schultz and and, uh, and Jarwin are two young guys that you know that right. that that both performed. I mean, we have to remember they they were thrown right in the fire. You know, you're for sure. You, right. you got to remember you're trying to you're replacing the you know Hall of Famer Jason Witten, and so people they can't be compared to him. You know, they that's very fair. So that's true. so I mean, they got one year under the belt. So you know, you get a good tight ends coach, and you know the guy who worked with them. Nussmeyer, right. you know, he, he he worked with them this year, and those guys both performed, you know, so. Right, like I said, going late in the season, they did start to kind of develop more. You saw the progression they made. Yeah. But I still think maybe a bigger name there might be a benefit to Dak in the offense. But yeah. we'll see how all that goes. So you said you're from New Jersey, correct? Yes. So tell us about how you got your, your uh, start being so college. So, yeah, so um, my father was from North Carolina, and so he grew up down here, and then, you know, he eventually moved up to the Northeast there, and so – uh, just growing up, I mean, he he became a um, a Cowboys fan. So when he was living in North Carolina, you know, you 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 lived in North Carolina, you could either, you're either a Redskins fan or a Cowboy fan. And so right, he right. he was a Cowboys fan, and you know, obviously every every son wants to kind of follow his father's footsteps, and you know that's who you end up watching. And you know, all my friends that I grew up with were like Jets and Giants fans, and you know, and so I, I just I had no problem being that guy. You know, it didn't help also. You know, it didn't hurt also that um, growing up when when I was a kid, you know, Roger Staubach was 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 the quarterback. So great player. You know, Love so we guy. we had kind of a cool team, and you know, or you call it, yeah, maybe I was a front runner, you know, in the back in the day, but <laughs> you know, I, I I went through some bad seasons, and then I was able to enjoy it. You know, you paid your dues, you paid know. my dues, and I was able to enjoy it in the nineties. You know, when my kids started, you know, started to get born, and so uh, I don't know, it's been. Been there. I've, and I've worked in all the northeast cities. You know, I've worked in Philly. I've worked in D.C. So I've had enemy to, territory. Yes, enemy territory. Exactly. So well, that's awesome. So um, tell us who your favorite all-time Cowboys player is. Well, I mean, there's been so many. You know, there there are just sure. so many great players. I mean, I've I was always growing up. I guess I was a fan of Roger Staubach and and Drew Pearson. Um, you know, uh, probably in the '90s, I would have to say. You know. Uh, uh, you know, I loved Emmett Smith. I just thought he was just a classy guy and just really worked hard. Um, Darren Woodson. Um, if I had to tag a favorite player, it would probably be Demarcus Ware, just because he's Love just, that guy. you know, the guy just played his career with the utmost class and a time and age where football players just weren't that kind of a class. They just kind of stayed in trouble, and sure. it was all about the monetary bling and all that stuff. And DeMarcus Ware was just kind of a grounded person from little Troy State in Alabama. For sure. Like you said, so many great players in the Cowboys history. So I think yeah. DeMarcus Ware is a great choice for that. Yeah. So who's your favorite current player on the team right now? Um, You know, I I, I like Dak. I wouldn't say he's my favorite. Um, You know, I, I actually this year, though, I was loving the two linebackers, man. I was loving oh, An- Van Der Esch and, and, Jalen Smith. and Jalen Smith, those two guys, man. You know, but I, I, I think – I think I'd have to say Jalen Smith. I mean, just to look what the kid has come through with that Great horrific knee, with that knee injury. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. I mean, the guy looked like he looks like the bionic man with that leg now. <laughs> yeah, I think those two, if they just have time together to develop over the offseason and keep playing together, that'll be a deadly, deadly yeah, absolutely. in the future. Probably one of the best. Yeah. So I'm going to pass it on here to Carson and ask the next question. Sure. All right, so um, we were talking about the Cowboys um, offseason moves. Our own Liberty University made a pretty big offseason move, yes, bringing they in did. former Ole Miss coach Hugh Freeze yeah. to run the football program. Yeah. Are you excited for this season? I'm totally excited. I, I felt that I felt that you know that the team was um, 
needing a fresh start. I, I felt that they, you know, Turner Gill did a great job to put Liberty on the map, and I just felt that for us to take the next step, we really needed someone with more of an offensive mind. I agree. Um, to, to kind of get us over that hump. And, you know, a bigger name is going to obviously attract some more players. Yes. And, like, I, I thought we had a pretty good FBS debut we season. Did. We and did. And I'm thinking, like, getting Hugh Freeze, we're going to be able to get more big-name players. Um, hope maybe get a bowl game this year. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think that some of the struggles for the team is they've always been competitive. They've always competed. And they've been, they were in all the games. We never got blown out by anybody. And, and you know, well, well, you know, Auburn, it's Auburn. Okay, so we got you know. Honestly, I thought we were going to do something against. Yeah, them. Yeah. I, I really had faith in that boys on that one, um, but like every game, we were in it, and so you know, we just kind of ran out of gas. Yeah. You know, like sometimes in the third and fourth quarter. So um, I just think the conditioning and you know, just getting more scholarships to be able to bring more players into the, you know onto the team here. I, I feel that they're going to have a good year. I, I do too. B- Buckshot's senior season, right, I believe? Buckshot's a senior, yeah. I mean, the guy's been, a, he's been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, he, another grounded person now. Yes. There's another total class likable guy. I mean, he, he's he's the utmost prof- professional, and, you know, he's, he's been nothing but great for this team. Yes. And uh, is Gandy Golden back as well? He is, yep, yep. He, he catches I, all the I just saw him the other day in the hallway. Right, right. Great <laughs> yeah. players. Um, he, he, I hope, you know, I, he, I always tease him. I say, hey, man, I'm ready. I'm, you know, when you graduate, you know, there's going to be a star in your helmet. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want <laughs> to get drafted. I think you yeah, can. I mean, too, this, so. he's, he's, he's a guy who has the build and the speed and, you know, his hands. He, he's a guy yes. that could probably hopefully make it to the next level. I think he will as well. Um, our basketball team is also having a tremendous yes. success. Us, Fellas, yes. 17 and 4. Um, we beat UCLA. Yep. We're 6 and 0 in the Atlantic Sun Conference. Yep. We going to March Madness? Oh, we're, we're dancing, baby. Yeah, let's we go. Dancing. I'm, I'm we a, I'm going to dance in the stands with everybody. Right? <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Last year the uh, the fellas just they, they were so close. And, you know, we would have been dancing if it wasn't for a lucky Hail Mary yes. heave pass shot. Excuse me. Um, and uh, other than that, I mean, I tip my hat to them because they won. But, you know, the, the team, the, the basketball team has, has been peaking over the last couple of years. And, and just watching who's coming in and the skill set that the guys coming in. And, you know, we're, we shoot lights out now. That's right. We shoot lights out. So... The, the one way, the only thing I can say is that we need all the fans to get out there and support the basketball That's right. team. That's right. For sure. You know, you look at some of these other schools, you look at Duke, you look at Maryland, you look at, you know, Carolina, Virginia, Virginia Tech. I mean, they, they fill their arenas even on a Tuesday night. So right. we need all the support, to like we, like you guys had the other Saturday night when the, when the Vines was rocking. Packed out. Right? Yeah, packed out. So yes, we need everybody next Tuesday night against Lipscomb. And, yeah, uh, that should be a big game. Yeah, that's they're undefeated. They're, that's our big test right there. So the basketball team needs all the support. So put the books down for two and a half hours. <laughs> you know, it'll still be there when it's done. Get out in the vines. Be with your friends and family and teammates and support the teams and, and just really, you know, support Liberty the right way. That's right. All right, so um, as we wrap it up here, um, you're a pretty big influence on Twitter here on campus. <laughs> we always see your back and forth yes, with people. Yes. Um, I don't know if you remember one time, just jokingly, I tweeted you, we can put cookies in the toaster, right? Um, and you tweeted <laughs> me back, no, um, no, angry face Yeah, emoji. no, well, I mean, you know, that's, <laughs> so, you know, when I first got here, that's what they were doing. 
people were used to take the cookies and put it in the the, the bread toast. Come on, and people. it was like come on guys, you know, and you know chocolate would melt all on it. So now you get toast and you got like you know it smokes it all up. I mean it was brand. You know we we spent a lot of money to to redesign that 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 breakfast area there. So right. we wanted to make sure we. We keep the cookies out yes. of the keep the cookies out of the toasters. Yeah, Carson. Please. <laughs> so, um, one of the probably biggest Twitter wars you had was last semester. Um, the campus was uh, a masked vigilante. There, I say, appeared on campus, known as the Banana Vandal. Yes, is he still out there? No, no, he's he's done. He's gone. He's he's <laughs> he's put his put away his cape and his and uh, his his hiding mask, and he's just retired did you ever find out the identity of the vandal um i have an idea whoa care, yeah. care to share um no, keep it confidential no. <laughs> don't want to <laughs> no, expose because, the man because i don't want him to come back out and start all this up again man you know i, right. I just i like being on twitter but i like being on twitter for positive things yes. and fun things than sure. to worry about the banana vandal. Yes. Somebody who just kind of wants... will be served yeah. if he ever I mean, you know, like it, He can come do stuff like this, you know? Show your face and come have a conversation with right. you guys, you know? Yes, sir. That's right. <laughs> All right, well, we want to thank you for coming on the podcast. I it's appreciate very nice you having you. me, man. I was very surprised at almost immediate response when I asked you to come on. Yeah, man, you know, like, listen, I mean, you know, ever since I've been on this campus, I've always wanted to just make sure that I, you know, get myself involved with the students because, you know... If I, if I don't know what the students are looking for, then we can't make we can't continue to make improvements on campus. So I have to be in grounded with you guys and, and understand what's the big what's what are what are you guys looking for? And so you know, I got you know I have I have three teen, I have three college age girls. Well, actually two of them are graduated, but right. my youngest is still in college, and they don't have half the stuff that we do here uh, at Liberty. So this is a great campus, you know. You guys are awesome students here. I love it here. I love thank my you, job. We love you too. And, uh, you know, anything I can do to just make things fun for yeah, everybody. Yeah, we love our, our food on the campus here. So if you have any ideas for Mr. Davis over here, you can tweet him. And yeah. can you give us your Twitter handle? Yeah, it's uh, Mr. Rot under, with two, 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 two T's, Mr. R-O-T-T underscore at L-U. And, uh, you know, or you can just look on the website and you can shoot me an email or if you see me, you can yell my name. Hey, Mr. Rot, you know, uh, we do have we do have surveys that we take every year. We do a fall survey and a spring semester survey. So get involved with that. You know, we have cool prizes, you know, for people if you, you know, an opportunity to win some stuff. And um, we look at the results and, and take the feedback to improve dining services on campus. So. That's awesome. Thank you guys for doing that. Before we go, can we get your Super Bowl prediction? <sighs> I'm, it's it's going to pain me to say this. But I, I know what's coming. I, I think the Patriots are going to win. <laughs> I agree. As much as I well, hate to say I mean, it. I, I, I think the Rams beating the, um, beating the Saints was a little bit of luck because, you know, they didn't get that call. Uh, the refs. Yes. <laughs> but they had other opportunities to win they the did. game, too. That's very good. But, but I, I, I just – I really wanted to see Patrick Mahomes. I agree. It was right there for taking. And if they, if the, if the Chiefs could, just could have played defense, yes, they would have won the game. But with that being said, I think Tom Brady has just been an ultimate, absolute phen- uh, phenomenal quarterback over over his years, and you can't take it away from him. The guy, the guy's a goat. Yes, he is. he's definitely the goat. So I, I believe that the Patriots may actually win this one. What's the score? Um, 
I think it's going to be like 38 to 17. Wow. Ooh, oh, wow. Ooh, blowout. Ooh, blowout yes. win. I, I agree yeah. with you. I think it's a little bit of the same thing with the Chiefs. The Chiefs, better team, better roster. That coaching staff of the Patriots isn't going to let a young team beat no. them. Same thing. Sean McVay no. is like 32 years old, yeah, young no. team. I don't think I don't think they got much for the Patriots no. this week. I mean, and it, it, you, the weird part about it is that, you know, like you look at the Patriots and like, okay, well, they got Gronk, they got Edelman. But then they have all these no-name people yeah. that just always show up out of nowhere, right? And just just play their hearts out. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. It's a tough team to beat. I kind of wish we had. Uh, I feel like the best teams like aren't in it. If to say, I think yeah. the Saints were the best team all year. Once the Rams won, I would love to see a rematch. Rams Chiefs, yeah. but. Yeah. Uh, I'm pushing myself towards baseball now. Baseball yeah. season's right, <laughs> around, the right around the corner. Yeah, actually, you know, college basketball is doing it too. So yes, March let's go Flames. Let's go Flames. All right. Do it for us. So uh, thank you again for coming on. You're welcome, on. man. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah, Appreciate sure. it. And uh, best of luck to you the rest of the semester. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, and we're back. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that interview. Uh, big thanks again to Duke Davis. Yeah, for... man, we love you, Duke Davis. Um, you guys, you know, really got to appreciate what he does for us over there at Liberty with Sodexo. Stop so. putting bananas on the roof. Yes, and no cookies in the toasters. Yes, we learned that the hard way. Wow. Um, all right, so we want to get to uh, another weekly segment we do. Yep, uh, yep, yep. Elijah's Marvel Movie Catch-Up. Hey, we're here again. So um, I watched two this week. Wow. Putting in the work. Yeah, really just grinding out. People, Elijah, what did you opinion. watch? I watched uh, Avengers Age of Ultron and Ant-Man. Wow. And, well, I'm going to tell you something. Both are great films. And also, I want to make, make a note. In week one, I was really harsh on Captain America, which I think was justifiable. But in Age of Ultron, he really showed up, and I really think he was a really cool character in that in that, uh, that movie. I'm so. glad you finally like America. He, yeah. It's never been about America. It's been about his fighting style. But in that first opening scene, whenever he was like throwing the, the motorcycle onto the Jeeps and stuff, and you know him and Thor doing the hammer thing again, that was really cool. So he, he gets a bump up in my grade book as far as Avengers go. What did you think of uh, your boy the Hulk trying to uh, get some of Black Widow? Hey, man, you know uh, – He's respectful about it, you know. He's he knows what's up. He knows respect he, women. Kids. He knows that he can't, you know, be like that. So uh, you know, he's keeping just so from her, which I respect, you know. But uh, again, Hulk smash, baby. <laughs> Love the fighting, dude. <gasps> Did you like uh, Ultron as a villain? Oh yeah, I think Ultron was a really cool villain. Might be one of the best ones in the series so far. So yeah, I like I like that movie well, a lot. Tony created him. You hate to see it. Well, yeah, I mean, hey, good intentions just went awry. So you know. And a uh, new character in the movie, well, it, Scarlet hey, it, Witch. It's like Captain America said. He said, people who try to prevent wars end up killing millions, whatever he said. So uh, really philosophical there. Wow. Like wow. As a government major, I enjoy that kind of stuff. So. Did you did you enjoy the new characters? So Scarlet Witch, who is a big player now in the current movie, right? and yeah. uh, her brother Quicksilver, who was quickly offed. Yeah, quickly offed. Uh, that was sad, but like really sacrificed himself. And when he said, like, didn't see that coming, that was like, oh, man. Heartstrings got pulled there a little bit. R.I.P. R.I.P. Quicksilver. Wow. He ran into Shaggy, the Shaggy yeah. meme. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, good movie. So then uh, you watch a new character they introduced in the movie, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. How- okay. I liked Ant-Man. That was a good movie and a good character. And I don't know why, but I was watching it. I was just, it was just so fun to watch, and I really enjoyed really it. Really funny. I think Paul Rudd is great. Oh, he's a great actor. And yeah, really great uh, choice for the, the uh, actor there in this movie. So yeah, I like Ant-Man a lot. The heist element of it, I think, made it really interesting, you know? Yeah, that's yeah, that was that's true. Yeah, I mean, like just the whole the plot and the, the char- character, yeah, the character himself is cool. Like how he could like control the ants and stuff. That was really cool. Just kind of see the world from like a smaller angle because of course you have the Hulk who's huge and like all these outer space, you know, like Thor and the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which are really cool. But then you have you know Ant Man who just kind of shrinks. And the scene whenever he like he 
use the regulator, like turned it off or whatever, whenever he killed, um, what's the guy's name? I forget his name now, the villain. And like he was like constantly like, shrinking into like atoms and stuff. The that quantum was, realm. Yeah, the quantum realm. That was that was really cool. That was like an awesome scene. But yeah, so yeah. great movie. He's like a, a lot. I think he's gonna be a big player in Endgame. We we talked about this at the break. You have that watched the Endgame trailer? I haven't trailer watched yet? the Endgame trailer. Okay, is it because just, you're catching up? And my you don't main watch it focus ahead? is to get on to the Infinity War movie. That's just my main goal right now. So I haven't even looked at it. You guys wait till we have this in Infinity, Infinity War, War or like Captain Marvel. I haven't watched that trailer yet, or even uh, the new Spider Man. Nah, so, can't, can't get spoiled. Uh, I don't. Wanna, I actually don't want to spoil it. Yeah, and then, yeah. I don't. It just hasn't really gone into my mind All to right. do that. So yeah, but uh, great movies. So uh, up next, uh, Civil War, right? That is correct. Yes, tonight. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So um, we'll have we'll have a review for that uh, next week. Maybe 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 I think, one or two. I think after that comes Spider Man Homecoming, which is really good. I love that movie. And then Ragnarok, the Ragnarok, and then I think Black Panther, then Infinity War. So wow. I'm really I'm getting close. So maybe by next week I'll have maybe through Thor Ragnarok. Yes, the road to Infinity Hopefully. War. And uh, you mentioned Black Panther, the now Oscar-nominated Black right, Panther. Right. Wow. Yeah, okay, so I'm not like a huge film buff, so I don't really know other um, movies that should have been nominated for Best Picture. I have seen a lot of backlash from you know the media community and people at large who just think that Black Panther shouldn't be nominated because – not only was it not the best movie of the year, it wasn't even the best Marvel movie of the year, superhero movie of the year. So, um, like, Infinity Wars, I what, I what I've heard is, like, the best movie of yes, the year. Yes, I agree with that. As far as superhero movies go. So, I don't know. Um, I, I think everybody knows the Oscars are kind of, they're wacky anyway, so no one really cares. And, like, I'm, I'm really glad that a comic book movie finally got recognized is an Oscar movie. Yeah, but I, mean, I cool. don't think this should have been the one to do it. If that makes sense, I think like that Dark Knight movie that came back that out in back in two thousand eight. Yeah, that was a really that, good movie. That was a great movie, so and that was that. not nominated because there was only five nominations at that time. Yeah. Now they can do up to ten, and I think they the fact that they put Black Panther in there with no best director, supporting actor, supporting actress, best actor, best actress. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know. It just seems a little like forced in there. Yeah, I mean that's. I think that's a good take on that. Just I think they're trying to force an issue here, which no one discredits the movie. It's a great movie. With what it I've is heard. a good movie. I haven't seen it yet myself. I'm, I'm going to watch it here in the next week or two, hopefully. I almost. Was, I, I think Michael B. Jordan should be nominated for best supporting actor. For yeah, it. so I mean, he was really good in it. No discredit to Black Panther as a movie, but I think it is being forced in there because, like I said. I've heard Infinity War is much better. And also, I've heard people say that Aquaman was better. So uh, I don't think I, I haven't seen I haven't Aquaman, seen it, but I doubt I've that. heard that from people before, though. So, I, I, I mean, I'm just trying to make a point here that it probably wasn't the best movie uh, as far as superhero goes. So, but, like, but you look at the list here. You have written down, like, you have uh, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, uh, Green Book, and Roma. Is there any more on here? And uh, Star is Born and Vice. Star is Born, Star is Born and Vice. I heard Black Klansman was good. Didn't watch it myself. Human Rhapsody, I heard that was good. Roma, what is that? Okay, so Roma... Green Green Book, what is that? Favorite, what is that? Okay, Roma is the favorite to win the Oscar right now. It's in the league. I have no idea what that is. No, I have not seen it. I know it is a Netflix film that is... It's a foreign... I think it's a Mexican film. It's not... Uh I'm not going to watch it because it's not in English and I don't like watching movies where I have to read the subtitles. Yeah. I don't understand how that is the best movie of the year. Again, and even like A Star is Born in... Okay, especially Vice. I heard Vice was garbage. I didn't watch it, but I heard it was I think Vice is a very liberal take on George Bush. But uh, the point I'm making is like the the names being suggested to win the Oscar for Best Picture are 
ones at least like I have no idea about. Like, yeah, I think this I is literally no. Okay, I knew Black Klansman was there. I know Bohemian Rhapsody. Have you seen any of these movies? Uh, You're going to watch Black Panther, obviously, but have you seen any of the other ones? I have not. No. Wow. Because, like I said, I'm not a huge film guy. I'm, I'm getting into it more recently, but I'm also kind of busy with school and work and stuff, so don't have all the time in the world watching movies. But um, the fact that like these are the ones nominated, and I have no idea what they are. I mean, I don't really have any good substitutes anyway. I don't really know. I, I would have liked to see this year, but uh, this list seems garbage. I would have liked because you get ten nominations. They only nominated eight. I would have liked to see them put a Quiet Place on here. I thought that was a really good movie. Oh, I heard, yeah, that, I heard that was great. And I that was. I thought uh, John Krasinski should have been nominated for Best Director for that as well. Maybe Emily Blunt Best Actress. Yeah, like yeah. I thought that was a really good movie, and they didn't give it one thing. I think they might have nominated for some technical thing or something. Maybe. Yeah, I think the main point is is like the Oscars is. They're putting in movies for these awards that really aren't deserving. I think that's the main thing. Do we care? Do we care about the Oscars? Of course not. I'm going to watch what I want to (laughs) watch. I don't watch what I don't want to watch. You know, that's the main thing. I mean, I'm sure these movies are good. I haven't – I can't judge them without having seen them. But I follow people on Twitter who are into film and they seem pretty outraged. I have seen – At the fact that these movies were nominated. I have seen two of these movies. I saw Black Panther, which was very good, but I didn't think it was an Oscar movie. I also saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Which I like Queen. I love Queen. I didn't think that was an Oscar movie. Yeah, I heard either. that was a, not that great of a movie. It, it was fine, but like it's not an Oscar movie. I've heard the favorites good. I've heard Green Book's good. I've heard Rome was good, but I'm not going to watch it. Um, Black Klansman, I've heard is good. Star is Born, I've heard is good, but not great. And Vice, I've heard it, it's a very liberal take on what's the guy's name? Uh, the Dick Vice Cheney. President, yeah, Dick Cheney, Dick Cheney and yeah. George Bush. So, yeah. I mean, like I said, the, the point is, I think the Oscars are not doing their job well, like in terms of who they select for these awards. But like I said, it doesn't matter to me because I'm going to watch what I want to watch. watch I'm going to watch what I want to watch. And uh, they also don't have a host because Kevin Hart was forced out. Believe me, their opinion means very little to me. Because of 10-year-old tweets. Okay, that's really dumb. They should bring Kevin Hart back. But honestly, he shouldn't even accept it because that's just... They're not even going to have a host. How do you not have a host for a three-hour show? Yes, they're going to have to wing it. But hey... Thanos is nominated for Best Visual Effects for uh, Avengers Affinity Wars nominated for Best Visual oh, Effects. Oh, is he really? It's not like Thanos. It's the movie. How about but like it's because Thanos of Thanos. Truck. Whoa, there's the reference. Thanos there we go. Truck. Third episode in a row. That's right. Thanos we're on a roll. Truck. But yeah, I mean, I, I haven't watched it yet, obviously, but I guess yeah. He, look, he looks good. Because even in like, the movies I'm watching right now, when they have like a Thanos snippet, he looks pretty, pretty, pretty he legit. Looks, so. He looks better than so in, in those case, other so ones. And that, that, all, that's all you need to know. I'm sure that's great. Yeah, they really, they really upped it for the uh, Infinity War movie. All right, yeah, so yeah. Um, moving on to our uh, last and final segment here. Uh, the NBA All-Star starters were announced uh, last week, I believe. Right, and right. you being the huge NBA guy that you yes. are. I'm sure you have plenty of disagreements and replacements that you would uh, want to put in here. I have uh, listed right here. So how it works is they do – they vote in the people that should. They have the 10 starters. Right, right. And then they have the two people that got the most votes from each conference are the captains. And they are going to do a draft and draft okay. their team. So for the East, Giannis Antetokounmpo was the leading vote getter. Wow, that was a great pronunciation. Of the wow. Name. I, I was trying to read it earlier. I couldn't get it down. So. Well, you know, well, I'm going to watch Roma later. So um, yeah, Okay, yeah, I got you. Um, <laughs> Uh, Kyrie Irving was also named a star with Kawhi Leonard, Kemba Walker, and Joel Embiid. All are having great years. In yes. the West, uh, LeBron James is the captain. LeBron James. Shocker. Okay. 
I'll, I'm, I'll read the rest and then I'll get to my LeBron okay. point. Yeah, we'll James Harden, who has scored like 30 points in like 20 straight okay, he's games. Been great. Yeah, he's, he's been playing out of his mind. So that's a great selection. Even though I think, no he, I think he manipulates the game a bit. He shoots like 20 free throws a game because he, he he baits – like he grabs people's arms and gets them to fa- – it's really whack. I mean, but he, you can't take away from the numbers. the way he plays, you know. That's just what he does. Uh, Paul George, who is good to see him get back to all-star starter level after um, that injury. He I had. agree, yeah. Uh, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant from the – not so good Warriors team who are not in line to win a championship this year. False. <laughs> <laughs> so my thing with LeBron being the captain, LeBron is obviously LeBron. He's very good. He hasn't played in like three wow, weeks. Wait, hold on. Pause. Do you just admit LeBron James is good? I take that back. LeBum. Um, <laughs> there it is. But he, he hasn't played in like three weeks. Like I'm, He should be on the all-star team. But like, how is he the captain and a starter when he's had a groin injury for like three weeks to a month and hasn't played? Well... Like I was saying, you know, to you earlier, um, you know, LeBron James is like arguably the best player of our generation. So of course he's going to get the vote. So that's really all it is. Yeah, it is fan voted. If it's just fan voted, then that makes perfect sense to me. Do you? So I know you don't keep up with it as much, but do you have any other players you'd like to? They still have to name the reserves. Do you have any players that you'd like to see on the the reserves? Okay, the one player I can think of. uh, It comes to mind. I think about reserve players, maybe even like a potential like starter. Should have been uh, Luke Doncic, I think it's his name. Luka Doncic. Doncic. Luka Doncic. Yeah, there it is. The guy in the Mavericks. Uh, I think he's playing out of his mind. What I've seen. Like, I don't really watch him All the lot. Twitter snippets that are coming up on yeah, your feed. But I, I see a lot of them. So, guy plays well. He so is I think he's going reserve for sure. Yeah, that's about all I know for sure. Um, I'd like to see. I guess, um, like, Russell Westbrook in them. But, I mean. No. Yeah, Westbrook will be on there. Yeah, like, okay, he'll get yeah. it. Like, um, I'd like to see someone who I'm not sure will make it, but Derek Rose has had. Oh, he's he's at Charlotte now, right? He's in the Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota, that's right. Minnesota, yeah, yeah. I would like. That. I don't know if he will make it, but just, just seeing come him back, come yeah. back from where he was to now playing at that not not the same level as his MVP um, season, but close. Does reserves go off fan vote too, or is that how does kind of it all factors in? It goes by player vote, fan vote, and coach vote. Okay, well, I mean, if it goes off just like fan vote, I think he'd be. In I think he is I think high people, up on people, the fan people, vote. People love that story. So, yeah, I, I would like to see him get yeah, in. I'm with that. Um, who else would I like to see again? All the Celtics. <laughs> uh, of course. Um, no, no, thanks. The Celtics uh, reserves haven't really played great this year. I'd like to see Tatum make it maybe. He's had a, he's had a decent yep, year, yeah. not as good as last year. Uh, Hayward, who's like one of my favorite players, hasn't had a very good year this year, so I don't mm-hmm. think he will make it. I think eventually he will get back to that starter level. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Dwight Howard, <laughs> maybe, uh, if he's not too uh, preoccupied with some uh, extracurricular activities. Yikes. <laughs> No thanks. Exposed on Twitter. Um, I can't really think. Maybe uh, random shout out Pascal Siakam in Toronto, who I've never heard of for the season, is having a great year. You've never heard of him. That I know. name means nothing to me. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I assume the Warriors will make it. Clay Thompson, I assume, will make it. Oh, yeah. Draymond, I don't know if he is an all star player, but no he'll thanks. make it. Yeah, can, okay, can yeah. You name one more player that you think should be on the team. Can okay, you think of any other NBA okay, player? Who's on here? Give me a second here. No, I can't. I you can't, can't think. Of- <laughs> no, not on the spot. I really can't. <laughs> All right. So, um, good show today, Elijah. I think yeah. we had some really quality content. Yeah. Considering it's like a down week. Oh, we can mention the Pro Bowl. Wow. Oh, dude. Way to go, NFC, losing it every year. Name something you'd rather watch than the Pro Bowl. Uh, anything else? Uh, anything else? Maybe, maybe Roma. You were. <laughs> <laughs> okay. With the Pro no Bowl subtitles. Is, the Pro Bowl is so bad. Well, I took Spanish. So I could probably. Get some of it done. Like I can okay. understand it without subtitles. But anyway, um, 
the Pro Bowl is like the worst thing the NFL has going for it right now. Like it's just not fun to the skills part of it's cool during the week. That's always fun to watch. But um it's such a sport that you can easily get hurt in. It's hard to play just a yeah, fun like, game. Like for instance, like the NBA All Star game is like that's kind of fun because like uh their sport is like less injury uh prone you might say like it's not a, you, the all-star game is very high scoring though nobody so, plays defense like, that, uh, look, my point is like it's a little bit easier to have a fun game yeah, in I basketball understand. as opposed to football where it's like you know big men hit each other all the time so i mean i'm not saying they should get rid of the pro bowl but they should probably find hey, some dude, way to, some people like watching that on the internet well i am not one of those people. <laughs> i just don't think it's fun i didn't watch it honestly i, I didn't watch it I, I, looked, I looked at the score for now and then but um i think mahomes won mvp maybe also the winner of our mvp award yeah uh, it'll probably be the league MVP as well. I think they'll announce that they announced that the day before the Super Bowl. Yeah. So we will. Steve Harvey. Wow. Hope you wow. name right. Thank you. The mustache. Love Steve Harvey. Yes. So, I know Co does too. So yeah. Thanks. Yes. For the fan mail. Thank again. you, Co. Yes. So shout out to you. We will talk about the awards next week. We'll obviously talk about the Super Bowl. Top right. Super Bowl commercials. Yes. Yes. I'm, okay. What do you movie wise? What trailers do you hope to see? I really want to see another Avengers trailer. I think that they said they might show a little preview for it. Rumors. They might show an episode nine, Star Wars episode nine. Oh, dear God, trailer. please don't. But <laughs> they are ruining that series. They are ruining that like, series. All the new ones, they're pretty garbage. I, the, the only decent one to me was um, uh, Rogue, Rogue one. one. That was the only decent one to me. I haven't watched Solo. I just feel like watching it. It's, I, I, it's I, not it's that It's on Netflix, right? I might be. I, I might watch sometime, mm. but <laughs> I just I – just, Would uh, you rather watch Roma or Solo? At this point, probably Roma. I whoa, mean, apparently whoa. it's going to win. So, I mean, best picture. So, let's go with that one. Like, as much as The Last Jedi, which is the last installment, I hated. I thought it was so dumb. I'm ho- I Brutal. Just, I really hope that they finish strong. I really hope that if I see a trailer and something happens in it, I'm going to lose my mind. I mean, I would love for them to make Star Wars awesome. Make Star Wars make great Make Star again. Wars great again. That's right. But they've ruined it. They just have. Disney. What, the woman that runs it is Kathleen Kennedy. Get her out. <laughs> If she's doing that to the series, get her out. That's all I got to say about it. Rose, Tico, Holdo, my boy Luke. So bad. This was not George's plan. So bad. All right. So so thanks. This is what we have to look forward to next week if there is a trailer for the the episode nine. (laughs) Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Uh, We want to thank uh, Duke Davis again for coming on. Yeah, thanks, Duke. Uh, Duke, tell all your uh, high Duke, up sorry. celebrity friends like Hugh Friends, uh, like Hugh Freeze, Hugh if, Freeze uh, yeah. you want to come on the show. <laughs> and um, as I said, next week we'll be talking about the uh, Super Bowl top commercials and everything. So um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, Elijah, where can you follow you? You can follow me at Elijah underscore Stacks. And you can follow me at Carac, that's C-A-R-R-A-C, 323. And Carson. Tell the fans at home where they can email us at to ask us questions. Uh, you can email us at hottakestheshow at gmail.com, and that uh, logo will be popping up right now so you can see it. Yes, yes. And yes. it's all in lowercase, so send us so an email. Send us a question. You can yeah. be like local listener Joseph Co. and get their email on. Yeah, Co. We'll see you on Sunday, buddy, for the Super Bowl. Yes. Looking forward to seeing you. So, all right. So uh, thanks, thanks for your question. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in again this week. Yeah, we thanks, really guys. appreciate the support, and we'll be back again next week. Next week. See y'all.